And on June 14, 1946, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker, so God gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, eat supper, then go to the Oval Office and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state, so God made Trump. I need somebody with arms, strong enough to rustle the deep state, and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame, cantankerous World Economic Forum, come home hungry, have to wait until the first lady is done with lunch with friends, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon, and mean it. So God gave us Trump. I need somebody who can shape an axe, but wield a sword, who had the courage to step foot in North Korea, who can make money from the tar of the sand, turn liquid to gold, who understands the difference between tariffs and inflation, will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon, but then put in another 72 hours. So God made Trump. God had to have somebody willing to go into the den of vipers, call out the fake news for their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips, and yet stop. So God made Trump. God said, I need somebody who will be strong and courageous, who will not be afraid or terrified of the wolves when they attack. A man who cares for the flock, a shepherd to mankind who won't ever leave nor forsake them. I need the most diligent worker to follow the path and remain strong in faith and know the belief of God and country. Somebody who's willing to drill, bring back manufacturing and American jobs, farm the lands, secure our borders, build our military, fight the system all day, and finish a hard week's work by attending church on Sunday. And then his oldest son turns and says, Dad, let's make America great again. Dad, let's build back a country to be the envy of the world again. So God made Trump. He walked out in the gray light and stood and he saw for a brief moment the absolute truth of the world. The cold relentless circling of the intestate earth. Darkness implacable. The blind dogs of the sun in their running. The crushing black vacuum of the universe. And somewhere 200 animals trembling like ground foxes in their cover. Borrowed time and borrowed world and borrowed eyes with which to sorrow it. the earth was empty of form, and void, and darkness was all over the face of the deep, and we said, look at that fucker dance.
Welcome to Heat Death of the Universe, a podcast singing Everybody Hurts Alone in a private karaoke room on the floor, curled in a fetal-like position, broad smile beaming, all dolled up, nowhere to go, tears streaming, arriving with bells on. It is 11.47 a.m. Sunday morning, January 21st year of our Lord 2021. This is all Korea Standard Time, of course. I, I, me, the Josh voice, uh, have been up since about three in the morning. I think I've been jet lagged for going on a month. <laughs> it feels like that seems um, right. That seems right. Yeah, it's been a it's been a wild. A uh, few weeks of not doing much, um, but yes, I'm I'm hanging on hard to my last three days of vacation. I try to appreciate them. Uh, anyway, tossing the mic to podcaster in arms, Tim Buckner. Corresponding from sunny California. You can call me Tim Huthay. Because um, I'm a Huthay rebel. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. You got to like, up the, the, the... Is this is this a Huthy joke? <laughs> yes, you got uh, to up the nickname game, you know? It's true. I really got to start making making a list. Because um, now that you're back in Korea, I was going to ask you. Now you're back in Korea, you can't be smoking on them J trees anymore. So, you know, that's a, also true. That's a that's a hit to the nickname department as well. It's tough to call you that when it's not true. You're not Mister J Tree, the man of a thousand I, tanks. I I will say that I I did manage to successfully something. Uh, oh, uh, maybe I'll cut that. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna say maybe don't literally do not say that. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I'm 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 sort of surprised that I even tried that, but uh, it sort of all made sense um, when I broke it down in my head at the time. Uh, sure. But anyway, um, where were we? Oh, right, the J J tree. <laughs> yes, all the way from from Los Angeles, Hollywood, Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were talking. We were literally talking about that today. That people think that all of Los Angeles is Hollywood. <laughs> it's a fun, like, uh, it's a dumb gag that I just I still find amusing to to do on this, at least on this podcast now and then. Uh, but yeah, so. You are obviously a Hollywood liberal elite, uh, yes. sort of baby roasting sicko cabal joiner type. <laughs> right, but you're one of the good ones, is what I'll say. I'll go out on a, on a limb. Well, some some are some say the best. Vouch for you. Um, yeah, but uh, I guess before we get into anything serious, you want to knock the uh, the fake thing off the docket. 
What's the fake name? Our boy, our boy Brian Johnston. Oh yeah, himself, sure. Mr. Don't, Mr. Too, too damn don't die. He had two media hits. Now last week we were gonna record at our normal, normally scheduled time, but someone I'm not gonna say who <laughs> forgot that they were traveling back to Korea literally at the same time that we would be recording. And as I said, I'm not gonna name any names, but you know. Um, and so it just wasn't going to work out. So who cares? Whatever. But hours before we were going to record, it dropped, uh, that the Red Scare podcast was doing a little, doing a, maybe pay for play. I don't know, but doing a little, uh, little, uh, how do you call it? Image laundering for Mr. Brian Johnson by doing a real softball interview with the guy. Um, and I was like, this is perfect. This is our two kind of one of our guys and some of our, <laughs> Our, our girls are interviewing him. We talk about this and that. We can, we can chat this up on the show. Um, you never got around to listening to it. You said you read the notes that people were saying on the, on the Reddit. Um, I will say, I think that they did a pretty good job of humanizing him, which I'm sure that that was the whole point. I'm sure that that's why they were you know doing the interview, was to try to make him look good. They pulled it off. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he came across likable, I will say. They did a, a good job of that. He was a bit stilted in the beginnings, kind of just talking about stuff. You could kind of tell. I think that the trick or, or what it came across when I re-listened to it just a couple hours ago before we started recording um, was that he was very measured in his responses early on. And he was trying to like answer in a very judicious way to a lot of things to not give away too much information, blah, blah, blah. But where it really shined was when they were just kind of gabbing about like skincare stuff <laughs> and talking about like that that was and i was like of this course, is perfect because that's that, the kind of shit that they love to talk about that's what they yeah. would sink their hooks into of course they're like oh now right. we can be like our gay like you know a's whatever no chance of whatever. right yeah <laughs> so it was it worked out for that to be like oh you know what do you recommend this and that do you do my have you ever done micro needling and the, oh that doesn't show any in and by the end of it, I was kind of like, ah, eh, you know, he seems reasonable. He doesn't seem like a complete and utter sick, twisted freak. <laughs> but that was the point of the thing, right? And, but I mean, he honestly probably kind of is. And in some ways comes across like he's just, he's just a bored, stupid guy who's got way too much money and picked like one thing to be his, you know, what he's obsessed with. And this is it. And in weird ways, it's like he's not really hurting anybody. Whatever. Um, kind of what was your takeaway on the stuff that you had read, I guess? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to remember, actually. Uh, it seemed like, I mean, it seemed like most of the people were, like, negative on him in, in, in these comments here. But I don't know, it's also, like, irony poisoned as fuck place on the internet, so it's hard to tell exactly sometimes. But, um... um Sure, sure. I don't know. I, it is it is funny to me that they. I'm thinking of the. I'm thinking of like how to change the word like fag hag to be more specific sure. to a Brian Johnson type, like an immortality <laughs> hag. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's a immortality obsessed um, guy hag. Um, <clears throat> he's the don't die. He's the don't die fruit fly. <laughs> um, or I guess that would be them. But yeah. Anyway, um, also but also got you know oh. a, lot, a lot of people also saying like basically 
but see, like, you know what I mean by the irony poison thing is like, I love this fucking freak. That could be genuine sure. or not. I actually really like this guy. Right. That could be genuine or not. Although it's, right. I don't know, you can kind of tell based on certain contexts. But that, anyway. I mean, honestly, he came across likable. I'm not, I'm, you know, he came across normal and likable. If I'm being perfectly honest. That's like, surprising to me because every sort of like yeah. video and then like, and then when you read him, when you read him in print, especially, right. I feel like he comes across even a little right, weirder. Right. Um, he's, he's, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. He's not even that he's more weird looking than weird, like, like ideologically or something. Like, like you said, he, like, yeah. he basically is just a bored guy who, like most human beings who've ever lived, is afraid of dying um, and thinks that he could do something about that. You know, there's a whole whole industry uh, surrounding all of this kind of, like, life extension stuff that is, I don't know, fairly profitable. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So now here's speaking of, we do have we do have Dasha and Anna's boss uh, in the headlines here about uh, cryogenic um, (laughs) uh, being cryogenically frozen. Oh, perfect. uh, We'll get to that. But yeah, like I said, I got one. I got one more tag bit on why it came back up and why I would have. I would have honestly not even brought it up. You did bring it up before we started recording the, the podcast. But I was going to just say, ah, whatever, we just won't even talk about it this at all, was that then today, and maybe it is related, maybe, as I said, like Brian Johnson is out there trying to do some kind of social media or media thing. He's trying to get his name laundered, blah, blah, blah. Um, that was probably the whole point. And as I said, why he came across likable in the Red Scare interview thing. Blocked and reported another kind of edgy some people think that they're fucking fascists because they're both of the hosts are kind of way too obsessed with trans stuff. Um, they did an episode specifically talking about Brian Johnson. Um, a lot less positive, a lot more talking about a court case that he had against his ex wife, ex girlfriend, ex partner. Um, and the way that he presented it versus the, you know, court documents that are public that they were able to find. And how um, not only does he actually sound like a freak and a prick and an asshole, but he like openly lied about it, which kind of makes it even worse because he tried to present it like he won the court case and it was thrown out and he was awarded all this extra money because of how egregiously bad and how much of a lie the case was. And it was like all it was all just part of he made his partner who started out as his employee sign a basically like an employee agreement at the beginning that he then, you know, was able to use to enforce part of their breakup because she was trying, according to him, she was trying to extort him for millions of dollars, even though it was all like part of a court case. So it wasn't like an extortion thing. Um, And in the, the agreement that she signed, she was like, whatever, if there's any kind of problems between us, it has to be settled in arbitration. So he was going to, you know, win because arbitration tends to, you know, go better towards the, the, the employer a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the agreement, it, it specifically said that if the person taking him to arbitration loses, that they're then automatically have to pay for his legal fees 
so it wasn't that he was awarded some like sum of money because it was so egregiously wrong. It was just part of the contract. So back and forth. It was like, okay, Red Scare made him sound like a normal dude. Oh, yeah, it's cool. And then this, they were like breaking down court documents and showing that he's a weird freak who made his girlfriend sign a employee contract. Um, now, technically, she was an employee at one point, but, you know, bringing an employee contract into a breakup dispute is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had read some, like, maybe some more vague things about him just being, I don't know, not necessarily abusive, but I guess you could say, like, controlling, weird prick. Yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> not a nice weird, guy. controlling prick. Not a good guy. I mean, the last time last time we brought him up was, I think, in the context of how he's like, ladies who want to share my bed need not apply. <laughs> we we have oh, yeah, we yeah. have we have dinner at eleven a.m. We yes we we fuck at I don't know one, and you go to sleep. Maybe go yeah, to I bed. Guess. Go to bed early. Yeah, he said he said he made his uh, bedtime later now, and it's nine thirty. Ooh, so. living on the edge. Yeah, I mean, when you have dinner by eleven, the crazy thing is, is like the dude doesn't wake up that much earlier than I do, but uh, he has eaten three meals by eleven, which is just I'm just like I don't. But I guess that's just what he does. He says it's the best thing for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. If, I mean, I'm sure it's it's doing good things for him in some ways. But yeah, anyway, we don't need to like re reexamine the whole of Brian Johnson, who no. I'm sure will come up again in the future. And I'm sure he has plenty of people that are paid to examine his hole. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just a fact. I think his like team of doctors and scientists is like. In the double digits. Yeah. He, you know, he's not even all that rich, as far as I remember. No, I mean, he just made all of his money from giving, like, giving Braintree? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't even know what that is, but that's how he made his money? Giving Braintree? <laughs> is that yeah. what it's called? <laughs> I think that's how they said he made his money. He was the giving brain tree. Yes, I think he's founded something called Brain Tree, which is like a like a PayPal or something. Sure, sure. Uh, but it's that's very funny that there's more than one group of millionaires who made a bunch of money off of just the same pay- online payment processing system. Oh yeah, wasn't that's that good. wasn't that's good and normal? Musk owned a PayPal at some yeah. point, right? Yeah. 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 Um. So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe we can revisit this subject if I get around to listening to the episode because I'm I'm curious in a way. Um, but I haven't I haven't really listened to Red Scare for a while. But I did mention I said their boss, haha, Peter Thiel. That's who I'm talking about. He's. One of thousands due to be cryogenically frozen after they die. Industry selling life after death, says Business Insider. <laughs> um, I mean, there's not much to this. It just kind of go. It goes through like sort of the ins and outs of the the actual business of cryogenically freezing people, which is 
sort of interesting. But basically, like, if you had to summarize the article in a, a few words, it would be like, basically, like, yeah, this shit's probably unscientific and a ripoff, <laughs> but it's it's better than, uh, it's better throwing in, betting on this than um, having to be dead forever, I guess, or not uh at your the time of your choosing maybe so yeah i almost wonder why i even brought this up uh yeah, it was on the list and we were <laughs> talking about red scare you wanted to just take a, a yeah, I guess stab it, at them yeah i guess it did it did connect um <clears throat> i guess then all of that any of that cryogenical f- cryogenical cryogenic <laughs> freezing stuff we're getting cryogenical farce. out here Damn. I'm trying to they trying to look at my cryogenitals. Why are you why are you trying to touch my cryogenitals? Huh? Cryogenitals uh, anyway. sounds fucking wicked. It sure does. Something um, straight out like of it, Boschian hellscape. It's all bullshit. It's all a fucking scam. It's just ripping off these dumbass like rubes. There's no, there's nothing to it. I mean, I've and like I, half of the places. Have you seen the the reports that are like half of the people or bodies that have been cryogenically frozen are just like due to whatever issues are just completely damaged beyond repair. Yeah, they're like, like the, the, they're just like they're just like mush. They think in this article it describes it as mush, which is gross to think about. But it's pretty sick. It's pretty cool. I mean, you can't even fucking save a steak for more than like a year in the freezer. How are you gonna save a human body for whatever? Yeah, I don't really know the ins and outs of the science, but uh, sure. I w- you know, I'd be, I'd be interested in knowing if Brian Johnson has any sort of will, or if he just like feels like that that's inviting death. Like, True. I wonder if he's like nah, superstitious he doesn't seem like about that kind it. Of guy. Nah. No, because he, he doesn't seem like that kind of he guy. Did, he did kind of like make he did kind of laugh at the 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 idea i remember like the one thing that made him seems more human to me than than not <laughs> was that he kind of laughed at the idea of hey, it would be kind of funny if he got hit by a car after all this shit yeah, yeah. um so yeah anyway um well that was part of the stuff that made like i said made him sound relatable where he's like t- like talking about like well i want to do this to like help my family and like saying like that the blood thing started because his dad was concerned about something. You know what I mean? Like, he didn't do the, like, sharing blood thing on his own. It was like a his dad was having some cognitive function issues. And he had read some report about mice that were... They, like, rigged two mice together to share a circulatory system. And the older one started being closer to the younger one or whatever. And then that's why he did started doing the blood thing with his dad himself and his son. So which it's like, yeah, it's which, like, okay, which like, he also admitted just didn't work, I believe. Well, he said it didn't work for him. Oh, okay. He said the what he said on the podcast was he he his markers were already so close to where his son is actually age wise that it didn't work, but it did work for his father because his. So he's like the problem with it is that it brings you closer to the person that you're sharing the blood with, but he's already close enough there to where it's negligible. Mm, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Again, that just again makes him seem more normal that it's like he's doing some stuff for his dad, not for not for himself because he's some weird freak. Like the idea that he has a family. He's got three kids that talk to him. Like, you know, he's not like Elon Musk who's got 20 kids and none of them want anything to do with him. Yes. Except for the babies that can't S- get away. Some actively hate him. Yeah. At least one. I know Openly, I know publicly, one. Yeah. 
And I mean, while we're in this neighborhood, I talked about this. It's on the a gated podcast. community for sure. <laughs> the gated community of of the heat yeah. death of the universe. Uh, but of all of, of all these psychos, I don't know. <laughs> Not to say that this means I like the person, but uh, Bezos. Bezos is the least outwardly insane to me, but uh, maybe the scarier one in some ways. I don't know. <laughs> Seems to, to wield a lot of power. Uh, but he he also has like visions of, you know, colonizing space and shit. Um but I kind, of, I kind of actually like his better than Elon Musk's, just like conceptually or aesthetically even. Like he, his whole vision is uh, there'll be these like insanely huge, basically like cylinders, just kind of like f- f- floating in some sort of orbit, like f- detached from any any planets. Um, not you know just living on. The desert of of Mars, however that's supposed to work. I mean, they're equally like not going to happen. But uh, <laughs> his idea is to have space stations large enough to contain one trillion human beings. Which is this just sounds like like giving a kid a blank piece of paper and be like, okay, we're going to make a sci fi story. How how many people can live in the space pod? A trillion bazillion. Um. He also believes that one trillion humans would result in 1,000 Mozarts and 1,000 Einsteins at any given time. Hmm. Um, All right. (laughs) These are just the bullet points of this Business Cider article here. The the final bullet point. But he fails to take into account other issues that may arise with a much larger human population, such as the prevalence of serial killers. <laughs> this is just everything about this article is weird and off. Like, first of all, it's in Business Insider. It's a strike against it right there. But, like, their their objection to this, like, far-fetched, wild idea is, but what about serial killers, huh? <laughs> Um, <laughs> what, apparently okay. he said all I don't, of, I don't even get that apparently he says said all of this on the uh, the Lex Friedman uh, podcast YouTube show whatever yeah the only way to get to that vision of a trillion people is with giant space stations planetary surfaces are just way too small I don't know if that's true <laughs> I don't think it's the size of the earth that's the issue but whatever um, right it's kind of, it's almost like these rich guys are not even necessarily very smart. Um, ah, I would have, ne- that would have never <laughs> crossed my mind until you just said it. Uh, but then this article just goes on about how, what the prevalent, what the rate of serial killers on a population is. Uh, it's not very high. <laughs> Although, okay. Yeah. You have better odds of being a serial killer than winning the Powerball, so they say. I haven't uh, examined their numbers here, but hmm. That seems wrong. Hmm. But okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh giant cylinders in space. I'm pulling for that one. Just seems more fun. <laughs> and apparently 
it's just a myth about Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen. Whoa. So they told I'm, me in this article on cryogenetics. Genetics? Cryogenesis. Huh. Cryogenesis today? <laughs> wow. There's a daunting amount of things on this document. Um, There's too many, probably. Definitely too many. Time to do some spring cleaning, I think. I think we should share the good news, the good news of one Donald. Yes, James, the Lord. James, Jameson's son. <laughs> Is this name John? It's John, right? I think it's John. I, I'm not sure. I never thought about it. I've Just Donald J. Trump. I think it is. I always remember it's John because it's like a toilet. That sounds like the kind of potty mouth humor, humor against our president that would fly over at white people Twitter <laughs> subreddit. <laughs> Not here, mister. Good. You watch, good you watch your point. tone. <laughs> All right. I just like Don John. I'm going to the Don John. <laughs> Take a number three. <laughs> number three is so gross for some reason to me. I don't know why. It is. It is. Um. So Donald J. Trump, he... I gotta get factual on here because is this an official ad for his campaign? Because it comes off as... I guess we'll find out. When I watched it, it came off as uh, just like some like just kind of ran, random normal persons like YouTube, but... <laughs> and on June 14th, 1946, right, let's find God out. looked down on his planned Here paradise and said, I need a caretaker, and so God go. gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, <laughs> then go to the Oval Hell, Office yes. and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state. Preach. So God made Trump. I need somebody Absolute with truth. arms strong enough to rustle the deep state and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Did he really deliver his own grandchild? Tame cantankerous World Economic Forum. Come home hungry. Have to wait until the first. Oh no, he's hungry. Then tell the ladies to be sure and. Well, I love this part. They show this video of him oh, yeah. balancing. Uh, wow. What's her name? I need wow. Who can he saved your life. Yeah, pretty sword. much. <laughs> I love how they use that footage yes. of him with the Saudis money from the tar of the whipping sand, a sword around. Turn liquid to gold. Who understands the difference between oh, tariffs this video and inflation? Will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon, but then put in another 72 hours. So God made Trump. God had to have somebody that him at the special the Olympics? Vipers, call <laughs> yep. out the fake news oh, with no, their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips, and yet stop. So God made Trump. God said, I need somebody Keep who will going be strong off. and courageous, who will not <laughs> this, be afraid is, or terrified this of can't the wolves be a real ad, right? Like, it's too long. For the flock. It's two and a, a half minutes. It's too long. Yeah. Never leave nor but, but, but the whole thing is that the most <sighs> Trump worker to did share the path and I shouldn't talk over these faith, beautiful words. And know the belief of God sure. and country. I love how they <laughs> bring back manufacturing and American jobs, farm the lands, secure our borders, build our military, oh, this is so fight insane. the system all day, <laughs> and 
finish a hard week's work. I fight the system all fucking day. I'm fighting the damn system even when I'm the president. Dad, let's make America Why do they throw in Junior Dad, at the end there? So bad form. To be the envy of the world again. I think that's the part, the, the part that made... So God uh, made Trump. <laughs> so God made Trump, bitch. They, it really should Trump. end with bitch. The word, last word should be bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, they they got to show DJ TJ because uh, he's the one who's like the most griped up and online. So the person, whoever made this weird online edit of it is like probably bo- either boys with DJ or just like watches him on uh you know online a lot because he loves being online because this is definitely being made by like you know some groiper that got fired from Ron DeSantis campaign <laughs> yeah or or yeah yeah whatever just like a true a true believer of some sort sure. um, a true mega patriot as we say so I uh I urge the listeners to watch <laughs> The video, it's, I mean, listening to it's fine and good, but uh, those visuals add something. Uh, them, they they took the, the like, sort of infamous footage of him hugging, like, fucking rolling his fucking ball, like, face off <laughs> on whatever concoction of med- medicines <laughs> and tinctures he was on. Um when he when he groped and then embraced the American flag at C was it was that at CPAC? Must have been. Uh, I, th- I don't remember where that was. I think it was CPAC or something. It was it yeah. was like yeah. I'm pretty sure it was CPAC. Anyway, um, <clears throat> and yeah, like kind of you heard us talking about it's trying to show him being like. Obviously, this epic can can do no wrongsman, and uh, one of their visual storytelling methods was <laughs> to show him walking with like his 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 arm around Melania. And she kind of stumbles. Yeah. He's a strong man. He doesn't let her fall. He saved no. her life. He heard Tim say he literally <laughs> saved her life. It was crazy. I was so scared for a second. <laughs> I love how they, good thing, they... Good thing God made Trump. This idea that he's like... Hard, okay, if you count every moment of like TV that he watches as work, which I'm sure he does... Right. <laughs> of course. You could, America you could maybe get to some of the numbers they're throwing out there about like... Right. By Tuesday, he's already passed the 40-hour work week. Like, what? <laughs> Right. He was awake for <laughs> forty of forty eight hours. hours in two days. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's just that's just good old good the... old fashioned fun. And there's there was a there was a good one. Oh, go ahead. Well, there's this whole um, article which I'm not even gonna. There's no point in really getting into. I think on the show, but. Um, Sure. Just to say it exists. Uh, it was in the New York Times. It was a pin, an opinion guest essay called The Deification of Donald Trump Poses Some Interesting Questions. And this like blowhard just like writes this epic poem <laughs> about theology and Trump that uh, it's showing that that, yeah, some of these people just really don't 
get what animates the the the, the MAGA crowd. It's uh, it's not literally believing that Trump is Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, this one. <laughs> staying within u.s domestic life um this just this headline itself confused and made me laugh a little bit uh donald trump jr quote sick after amish farm raided for eggnog i'd say that's a, that's a well that, hold on it's a hold on it's a double take of a of a of a title for the yeah. agree. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna need uh, some uh, follow up information here to clarify what's going on. Yeah, it, like Donald Trump Jr. sick in quotes. Yeah, after okay. Amish farm raided for eggnog. This is right above the okay. uh, God made Trump link. If you're curious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found it. Okay. I found it. Um. I mean, you, were te- you were telling the listeners because they they're looking at the notes, obviously, on the website. To yes, yes, check all of the, check the, out those show links. notes. Yeah. Um, follow along live. Uh, no, I mean it's a much more like exciting and weird headline than an actual article. The article is basically Donald Trump Jr. saw some news about a farm getting raided because there was some like, I don't know, questionable eggnog product, <laughs> um, illegal dairy, <laughs> something or another, uh, in Pe- nice. Pennsylvania, I guess, uh, Amish country. Um, okay. And the search was in part, it was part of an active investigation into two foodborne illness cases, Etc. And just dumbass <laughs> Donnie Jr. is like, this is big government. <laughs> like, putting its nose in our business. Like, I don't know. The, as much as I don't think there's there's very many convincing cases of like, oh, uh, this, the problem here is that government, there's, there's any sort of, um, uh, oversight on private business, <laughs> um, but this is like yeah, this is this is like the last one you would want to use as an example. It's like so straight and forward. It's like there's fucking diseases running through like these milk products, <laughs> right? He's like the government I mean, the just dairy, wants right? to it's fuck milk. with your eggnog freedoms. Yeah. So yeah, the he egg, he took eggnog to twi- has milk and eggs, right? So it's got the double dairy. So it's like, of course, it's high risk for some kind of issues. It should be probably regulated or at least have some kind of standards. You would hope. I mean, all all food ideally is or uh, should sure, be sure. right. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean, this is just the, the almost the more the more outrageous thing about an article like this is the fact that it exists at all. Which is this is which is a lot of my criteria for choosing articles. Sometimes it's just like, why does this exist? This shouldn't exist. Because um, yeah, it's just like an idiot kvetching uh, <laughs> on Twitter on X, formerly known as X. Um, yeah, 
He said, can I be the only person sick of this shit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Literally sick of it. It's funny to go back and forth, actually, and see, like, the dumb shit he says, and then the kind of, like, just the facts uh, statement given by the spokesperson for the Pennsylvania sure. Department of Agriculture. Like, yeah, there's, like, serious illness <laughs> illnesses going around. Yeah, we weren't we weren't targeting the concept of eggnog or the Amish. <laughs> but that's probably just what they want us to think. Um Yeah. Anyway, that one was more really way more about the headline. Why, Why are they targeting the Amish? Just because they're giving people E. coli. <laughs> Giving people E. coli is part of my religious belief, sir. Well, then by all means. Let's see. What else happened in the world of the domestic? I couldn't remember if we talked about this article or not before. Okay, but, okay. Uh, there's an opinion piece. Stop talking about Biden's frailty. Talk about Trump's signs of dementia. And it basically... Like the the main why not both? I mean the the amu- the main main amusing thing for me is that it's people in total denial about Biden's state of 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 mind, <laughs> state right. of brain. Um, he should go try to get some but, of that brain tree. But also, it does appear that Trump is getting a little more flighty, like by the day as well. Uh, sure, sure. I guess. Exhibit A, at least that I have here, is uh, claiming that magnets become demagnetized underwater. (laughs) That's true. But, like, that almost just sounds like a dumb thing he thought once and no one ever, it never came up for him to be challenged on it. (laughs) Do you know more crossed my mind? More stupid than senile to be, but yeah. Sure. It seems like a thing that he's thought since he was 12. Yeah. It's not something that he thinks because he's old. Um, the thing that crossed my mind is that he's thinking of, like, electric mag- electromagnets. Oh. Like, he's thinking about electromagnets that, like, when you can't get them wet because of the electricity. That's what crossed my mind. I was like, I think that's where he's getting confused. You know what I it's mean? It's possible. I mean, I, yeah. I I would get I would I would say fine on the benefit of the doubt. I would also say fine on maybe he's an idiot, like you're saying as well, like he's uh, an idiot well, okay, who always thought this, like he just got some misinformation right. in his head. I think I think it, it's probably and you know, pun intended, a wire cross situation where I think it's both. I think at some point he got the information that there's such a thing as electromagnets that can't work underwater. And he's, he never understood that that's different than other magnets. So in his brain, it's just always been all magnets don't work underwater. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the, that's my, that's the two step there that makes the most sense. And it's really not, people act like, oh, let's laugh at this. But like, 95% of Americans believe something just as stupid. Just about something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So then, 
Biden, on the other hand, <laughs> uh, this is just like you know, this is this is a, some of this stuff is like, like it, I don't know, almost two weeks old now, but whatever. Um, Biden mocked for appearing confused after anti-Trump speech. "Quote lost again." <laughs> Uh, he was very confused upon landing. Yeah, just just more sleepy, confused Joe, not really knowing where he is. Um, more of the same, really. And he does look extremely confused in these like, uh, handsome handsome military mans <laughs> are like whispering in his ear, trying to tell him where to go. Seems like Jill Biden's like entire po- point of being as first lady has been to guide him off of, uh, guide him out of places <laughs> when he when he's sure, when his sure. when his brain fritzes out. It's like all like you mostly just see her like holding yeah, yeah. his hand, guiding him out of places. So hey. The two most likely uh, heads of state for the next time around are both, at the very least, (laughs) not thinking super clearly about things. There was, you know, I got got kind of excited, I don't know, a few days back or whatever, when I saw that there was another Republican debate, but that Trump was going to be part of it finally because he hasn't been at any of them, right? I don't think this time around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it got canceled, and it got canceled ah. because Trump <laughs> refused to go again at the like the last right. minute, and then Nikki Haley pulled out, and she tried to like throw down a gauntlet and be like. Uh, I won't do a debate until Trump's in it or something. Like, like I'm, I'm a badass girl boss queen. I'm gonna win this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got it. She's, I mean, she's gonna pull it out. I think. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still uh, way ahead in the polls. I believe have ahead of Biden and like a lot of them. Maybe not by a whole lot, but sure, um, sure. But that's also. Uh, primary polls, right? Or is that general? I mean, I think they're polling on, like, if the you know, they say like the scenario, like if the general election was today and it was Trump versus Biden, who would you vote for? Um, Right. There's those kind of polls, too. Yeah, yeah. I still, I don't know that, I mean, I'm not saying Trump won't win, I just don't think that people would really vote, are really going to vote for him as much. I mean, I just... He anyway. I don't really want to even get into like the math, the math, <laughs> the maths of a, of the election and stuff. But I just I feel like the coalition of voters that he put together to win was so kind of special and unique that I think it's very unlikely that it gets duplicated. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. But we'll see. It would. Uh, I hate to even say this because you know we joke around and I joke around about you know loving Trump and all that stuff, but like. I almost do kind of just wish that hope that he just wins. I hate to say it because like if he doesn't win, then he's just going to tease that he's going to run again next election and the election after that and forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if he doesn't get term limited, he's just going to always say that he's going to run again because why would he not? Yeah. 
<laughs> it would be kind of it would be kind of funny though to see the like he just keeps losing but running and like still running with like pretty big following but just not quite right enough to get across the the finish line and he's going to be like in his 90s like uh what was his dad's name Fred Trump yeah be like he'll be just utterly senile <laughs> like yeah yeah just no i think uh yeah. Nikki Haley will be his uh, will be his Jeff Dunham <laughs> puppeting him on her lap <laughs> <laughs> in uh I don't know whatever 2036 and so many things uh I say good job South Africa <laughs> Okay okay uh Oh is this about the 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 thing the trial thing Yeah they've Sure. Listen, this is a classic takes one to no one type situation. <laughs> yeah. So we got to defer to to South Africa on this because they've had the most recent genocide, I guess. Right? Am I right? Or Oh, yeah. There was definitely genocide and there was definitely... Well, I said the most recent. M- most recent, no. That's not true. But... Uh, okay. who Who's had the most recent genocide then? Like various African countries for sure. Fair, I guess that's like fair. Like right. Rwanda, right. Sudan, Congo. Like, there's the two of them are going on right yeah. now. <laughs> um, that's true. That's okay. Good point. But I, right, no, right. I mean, well, maybe more. What? What? Maybe what you mean more is like, uh, like just the apart, like official state-driven right. apartheid. Uh, I guess you. Yes. There's. It's probably been. I mean, you could probably say it's been in other countries as well, but. What what do people think of when they think of the word apartheid? They think of South Africa. So, I, I got your yeah. point, um, <clears throat> and I agree with it. And that's what's even funnier about like the way anyone who says anything against Israel is you know instantly anti semite and a demon. And it's like now people are like, oh, and also of course a uh, a full fledged member of Hamas. No, not even just not even just the political party. You are in the Kassam Brigade. <laughs> so the entire country of South Africa in in many is Israelis' minds right now is uh they're right there using those human shields. But yeah, I mean so this is in the International uh Court of Justice. They've accused the State of Israel of genocidal acts. Uh, I saw some of the footage and read read a little bit about and like their case case against Israel seemed very compelling to me. I mean, I guess obviously I would I'm maybe primed to think so, but just like reading the list of like uh, be, because like intent is such a big part of like trying to prove that there's like a genocide being attempted or carried out uh, in the midst of being carried out. Uh, you have to prove like intent, which can be hard to do, unless your president, your prime minister, like everyone in, I mean, like huge, huge numbers of people in your government will just say to sum it up, are just very directly, and then in like official documents, you know, it's like we need all these people gone, um, and and people just admitting that yeah like we don't we don't drop bombs with precision the aim is like destruction like just you know 
military figures coming out and saying that and i didn't i didn't see the i thought there would be like the sort of rebuttal or whatever from israel and i don't know if it's happened yet um because i'm very curious to see what they say in response i mean they've they're of course they're they're pissed off but they haven't made like an official sort of like counter argument or something but they have said here the president, President Herzog, said Israel will present proudly our case of using self-defense under our most inherent right under international humanitarian law. I wonder how you do that, given the facts on the ground. Right. And yeah, this is up to like, it's like 15 judges. I was looking at what countries they're from. U.S. is one of them. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I'm glad they're doing it. I don't really see it amounting to much because all of these like it, like international um, bodies, legal bodies, whatever, are basically under the sway of like, you know, the big, the big bad on the block. <laughs> Our country, you know, the one, the one with the striped flag. Korea? <laughs> yeah. Wait, they don't have a striped flag, do they? Uh, there are stripes on it, but speaking of Korea and Israel, actually, this was one from the pile before Israel embassy pulls, quote, inappropriate video imagining Hamas attack on Seoul. Uh, South Korea objected to footage posted by Israeli embassy depicting hypothetical abduction of a mother in Seoul. It just seems like, I don't know. It seems almost like threatening or something to make these kind of like yeah. videos or whatever. It's like if you don't help us, like this is what's going to happen to you. It's very, it's very, right. very mafia <laughs> tone. Yeah, um, hate for something bad to happen. Right? <laughs> uh, they, they, I guess they acknowledged it was, it was, it was bad and took the video down. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. At least they. You know, at least they knew. At least they had some self, some self awareness. Here's what the video showed: um, showed a so uh -oh. South Korean woman in the capital on Christmas Day watching her daughter sing carols at a school talent show. What's with these fucking is Israeli propaganda videos like invoking like the spirit of Christmas, like that fucking weird ass Santa Claus one, led letter to Santa from a kidnapped kid. Um, I mean, it's just, I mean, I say, what's the deal? But, like, it's just... What's the deal? It's, like, yeah. it's, like the, it's just, like, the mind of a fucking child, like, at work. Like, hmm, how can we make people feel sorry for us? Like, how can we invoke, like, <laughs> innocence, you know? Like, oh, well, let's have, them, let's have them rape everybody to death on Boxing Day or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> I mean, quite the quite the the double entendre picking to do that on Boxing Day. <laughs> I just uh, thought of another day after know. Christmas. I don't know. Sure, uh, sure. But, yeah. but you know, taking the Boxing Day. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> put the box back in Boxing Day. The Christ back in Christmas. Um, yes. Sounds of gunfire and explosions are heard throughout the city. The woman, covered in blood, is then abducted by an armed assailant, forcibly separated from her daughter. Uh, 
the footage is accompanied by details of Hamas's attack on southern Israel. With subti- okay, li- literally, this is almost like what we said. It, it'd be a shame if something happened, right? Here's <laughs> here's what the subtitle said. After, uh, like under this like hor- horrifying like you know woman covered in blood, whatever. Imagine if it happened to you. What would you do? <laughs> oh man, god damn. Uh. You know, believe it or not, I've not been bombarding my brain with a uh, constant. Uh, bad news yeah. footage <laughs> whatever about sure. what's going on i mean i i i know you know i try to stay up to date but i'm not like it's more like i'm i'm reading headlines and synopsises than uh listening yeah, yeah. listening to several hours of like podcasts and youtube videos and stuff but um sure sure the one that the thing that got me recently and really made me go like God damn was the like there's no more hospitals in Gaza thing. I think that, that was, is there literally zero now because like the last yeah yeah because I, I saw something that said there were like six left and I was actually surprised to see that it sure. was not that high not less yeah 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 no I saw that. Uh, Saw that like yesterday or the day before. Some, some there was some post explaining that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's that's fun. That's a cool thing to know. The I mean, the hospitals are getting in the way of all the self defense yeah. just exploding outside. Right. <laughs> well, you know, they're using they're using them. They're using hospitals as human shields. <laughs> so can't let that slide. You know, they're using buildings as. Means of shelter. Um, yeah. I almost feel I almost feel like in a way that the human shields argument ha- is like the one that's sort of separating some people from like accepting reality and not. That's like the one thing people still hold on to is like, you know, it, well, what can be done, you know? <laughs> yeah, what can we, we, you know, we have to kill. Gotta bomb something. Yeah. And it, and when I started like in the last couple of weeks, like when I see this like the stats, I'm like Jesus, that's like so many more thousands of deaths than it was a couple of days ago. It feels like the last time I saw. So yeah, just here to remind everybody, it's still a big old bummer to say it in a dumb way. Um, sure, but we can move on. I mean, well, let's see. Mike Pence signed uh, one of the one of the missiles or bombs that has now probably already been dropped on Gaza. Saw a little video clip about that, so that's exciting. Um, see, I mean, this should surprise no one, but it's like I think this is maybe one of the first times that official information has really been analyzed. But, CNN, at least CNN, probably other outlets too. They they yeah. follow uh, the Israeli government's uh, wishes about like they ha- they have to let they get basically final cut on like everything that all the footage that they get. Um, but yeah, again, not very surprising. The ah, never mind. We can we go yeah <laughs> go past totally. that. Uh, I mean. Bernie Sanders tried to do something decent. Of course, got shut down. Sure, but it was basically yeah, it was basically like saying we shouldn't be giving military aid 
to a country that's doing the things that Israel's doing right now. And like very few people joined him, even just like in name. I think one other, one other guy I'd never even heard of, like actually said something aloud on the floor of the Senate, but then it just got, yeah, destroyed instantly because of uh, Uh. true believers in, in, well, wait, is Fetterman in the Senate? Uh, oh, congressman, that doesn't help. Um, I don't know who who cares. Uh, I would think he's in the house, but I would think I so. Think I would think so house. too, but that, that's what made me stop and think for a second. I don't know. Um, yeah, this, uh, nope. this guy's a quick Google search says senator, so okay, yeah, he he's is in the Senate. It's, uh, he, he continues, he is in the Rachel Senate because she has a type big, giant, disgusting, <laughs> overrun. Um, anyways. <laughs> and he's bald too. Anyways, um uh and bad facial hair. Okay. Uh sure. And his dick is small. And his dick is small. Yeah, he's really like leaning into this like having a small dick thing. Right. Yeah, I know. He's really <laughs> the right return of his small dickedness. Yeah. Uh yeah. But like you no know, conservatives are 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 praising him now, as Newsweek tells me. Yeah. And They're like actually he's not retarded. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. And he's They literally talked about him like he was a fucking a brain dead drooling invalid. And now they're like, actually he's good. We like him. Yeah, literally uh Fuck. The quote here is better than Oz. <laughs> yeah. Um but maybe that's Perfect. because he's white and Dr. Oz is not. Right? Sure. What is what is I mean, what is Doctor Oz? People say that Armenians were the original whites, or they're the whites of the Middle East. I don't even fucking know, right? People <laughs> the, do say that the whites of the Middle East. Yeah, yeah. Armenians are the whites of the Middle East because they're Christian or whatever. So, you know. Yeah, he seems just like he. I mean, he seems just like another white guy to me. But they're all fucking white guys. But his name. And they're the real problem, sis. I'm gonna drop the tea on these white boys. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah. Okay, Fetterman. Sh- <laughs> I've got I've got an entertainment section down here. I also also got okay. a miscellaneous section. Um, sure. Should we talk about the nude man who jumps into the aquarium at Bass Pro Shop? <laughs> I mean, sure. I don't got anything to say about it. Do you? <laughs> I just want to mention it. <laughs> That's all. Sure, sure. He jumped in there. He uh he dangled his his bait and tackle. Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was cool. Whatever. He did, I'll give he, it to he him. did a cannonball. I got a real ass dude of the week. I think <laughs> that was. I mean, yeah, that was that was a lighthearted. I think a good story, unless he was doing it for something bad, like uh, gender or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, I did. I actually didn't. I didn't read anything about it. I like saw the the if picture. He was just, Doing it for fun, that's good. If he was doing it to like prove something about global warming or, or fucking, <laughs> like I said, I'm pre- gender or something, no thanks. Well, let's give it some context. This is a local Alabama man, uh, stripped down of his birthday suits. Okay. No, I think he was fucked up. <laughs> uh, Even better. Says he, oh, so first, yes, all right, here's the full story. First, he crashed his car right outside the Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> then took all his clothes off. 
then Good. then scaled the uh, aquarium. I mean, I, it, okay. It appears to me that the aquarium and the Bass Pro Shops is, are, are the same, no matter where you go in the country. At least it's the same oh, as good. the one I've seen uh, in real life. Okay. Well, then that makes it easier to know how to get in there. <laughs> I mean, it is a, it is a pretty uh, pretty decent sized aquarium. Um, so that's pretty good. So he did a. <laughs> Why do they put cannonball in quotation marks here? <laughs> Forty two. He probably didn't actually do a cannonball. Forty two year old Alabama man did a quote cannonball end quote, leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. This guy gets cooler the more I hear about him. Let's what? let's see Is what will make aqua- him not cool. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Make sure. He left the water to yell at two officers, then dove back into the aquarium. Okay. Continues to be good. <laughs> I like it. A cab. <laughs> Then he, he then he climbed over the side of the aquarium, fell onto the concrete floor. Then that's when he got arrested. They don't mention anything about his state of mind, substances. Hmm. Maybe this was a breaking news story. This happened on Jan sixth, by the way. Way to celebrate! Oh, oh. He was riding till the wheels fall. I mean, there could, he could have also gotten some kind of concussion, and like this was happening because he was his brain was all f- scrambled. That's also true. Also, while also being drunk. Yeah. So whatever. Either way, it's good. Uh, Either way, we all agree that it's good, and we're happy that he did it. Uh, Felix from 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 Chapo. He had he yeah. he made a, a funny quip about this guy's resting dick state. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy with this small of a resting dick state. Yeah, the guy had a very almost. I mean, I think wow, invisible. It yeah, it was. I mean, I, as George Costanza told us all, I was in the pool. I was in the mm. pool. Uh, hey, the shrinkage. Yeah, shrinkage. Shrinkage. That's the word. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, not me. We've all been there. I only get bigger. Bring on the ice. Um, that's not good. That's bad. That's there's something wrong with your circulatory <laughs> system, Josh. You need to go to a doctor quickly. Uh, there's an issue there. It should not be getting bigger with ice. It's all, the cold temperatures should not make your penis get larger. It's also like turning into like a kind of a fleshy antenna that is starting to send back like coordinates from I think my home planet. Yeah. Um, that's not good. This is not good. Yeah, I might have to see. Go might have to see out. the doc. <laughs> No, now we need to definitely not go to the doctor because they're going to try to do experiments. Oh, right. I'm going to get nabbed for my... You need to talk to For my precious (laughs) fluids. You need to talk to Elon Musk and see if he can help you get back to your home planet. (laughs) And he'll be into it because he's, you know, the border crisis. You need to get these aliens out of here. He'll be up for it. I think... Uh (laughs) We could... We could probably cl- cl- AI. close out oh, with, go ahead. With, the, with an enter- entertainment corner. Oh, is this? Okay. Here's our entertainment yeah. news of the week. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Uh, Jennifer Lopez's This Is Me dot 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 now colon a love story trailer features oh. J-Lo as a sex addicted. I can't see the rest of it. Insomniac in space. <laughs> Uh, 
interesting. Uh, also, a star of NBC's The West Wing teases, quote, something very exciting in the works, a reboot perhaps? Oh, all the stars are aligning. And Grimes, speaking of Elon Musk, responds to critics calling her a, not, quote, Nazi, says she's, quote, proud of white culture. Uh, which one of these appeals to you most, uh, or at least first, or not, or none? Uh, I can't hear you at all, and I don't think it's an internet. That's thing. because my mic was muted. Okay. Um, the AI created influencers are stealing business from humans. That was the one that was speaking to me. I think that was under miscellaneous. Okay. Or, uh, no, that was under AI shit and teacher. <laughs> it's kind of entertainment. Yeah, we can talk about that, sure. Was there anything in the entertainment one that spoke to you? I don't really, you know. Well, Grimes being a Nazi, this is like a... The Grimes like a Nazi rehash. one is, 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 is kind of... there's. I don't remember much about it being really that interesting, other than... I remember her posting some Nazi shit, like, on Twitter... You know what I mean? She's just like, yeah, I've been hanging out with Kanye, listening to Burzum, JPEG Mafia. We're doing a, a, a collab. <laughs> Did you see that JPEG Mafia and Kanye thing? That was a good one. No. Oh, it's just a picture of JPEG and, and uh, Kanye hanging out and Kanye's wearing a Burzum shirt. And I was just talking to my wife about it. And I'm like, you know, I really have a soft spot for Kanye as an artist, but like doing the Burzum reference record label was like fine, but it's just... He, he doesn't know how to be subtle. Not that Kanye was ever good about being subtle, but like, just do the reference to the record, and then that's enough. Don't then like walk around wearing Burzum shirts. You're just like, you're just doing. You're like hammering it. You know what I mean? You're just doing. You're making it too blatant. It's like it's to me. It's just gauche. Anyways, um, now let's talk about this uh, AI thing. I, I don't found, care about Jennifer Lopez. I, fa- I found an uh, article about what you're just talking about. Uh, this like sure, Instagram. Sure moment Kanye's looking a little bit little bit grizzled not looking great yeah and look at jpeg look how stoned he looks yeah. <laughs> he looks like out of his fucking mind it's great yeah he's yeah. he's looking heavy lidded we'll say yes he is zooted the fuck out but um, what i yeah. what i like most about this whole thing is that i've real i look up and realize i'm on a website called wrap up that's rap. Wrap up. Rap without a W. <laughs> yeah, sure. If we need to get W out of here like we did in 2004? No. 2012? <laughs> 2008. When did, when did, 2008? Okay. I, I split the difference. Anyway. I mean, te- um, technically 2009. Right, right in Jan- sure, sure. January there. J9. Everybody knows. Anyways, um... Do we want to, uh, let's hit this AI creator thing. Okay. Um, Does that sound good to you, or what do you think? Yeah, sure. I mean, it more made me just think about, like, in general, the idea of, like, technology replacing people's jobs, in like, right. like in general. Because, I mean, this, I mean, people kind of know this shit's happening already. Like, this is specifically about how virtual influencers can... Uh, easily be made with ai i guess and like right and to get like you know the same kind of like uh whatever following intensity uh, maybe even more so because <laughs> they like design right. they design these people to like you know 
they're designing people essentially but uh and as we've talked about on this podcast before like there are people like falling in love with you know representations of people that don't exist like yeah like I losing mean, what's really the difference to you just watching it at home if it's a real person or not you're just watching it anyways right i mean it's i mean that's kind of a interesting slash depressing thing is like every celebrity i've ever <laughs> let's right. let's say just the ones i've ever respected if i found out they were all ai generated i i don't know if i feel great about that <laughs> um but but these are the, that's the that's the interesting things thing about these is that they're not as far as i know at least a lot of them they're not even trying to like trick people they're almost like advertising like sure. first you know ai model to get like a contract with you know whatever company yeah yeah it's just all part of the new weird but predictable <laughs> world yeah yeah of ai shit that we live in but i just think like i've often thought like like people are always like oh no the damn the machines are taking all the good factory jobs and all this shit and it's like on one hand yes that's true and that is like hurting people but on the other like it would be it would be ideal you know the fully automated luxury communism whatever uh let us have the fun jobs and leave the the mind numbing and like backbreaking shit to uh machines if we can i mean the no that's like the other thing that's just not right realistic as of now but i don't know i can imagine well the thing about it is yeah it's like so many of the the hard jobs are harder to automate <laughs> you know the the jobs that people don't want and then the bullshit jobs like this are the ones that are very easy it's just like it's the writers it's the, you know, Twitch influencers. Like, those are the jobs that get replaced. Email jobs, any kind of email job is easy to be replaced by AI. And that's the thing where you go like, okay, those of you who've, like, talked about this this whole time, who've been on, you know, white people Twitter, Reddit or whatever, being <laughs> like, oh, those, those dumb coal miners who voted for Trump don't realize that the computers are going to take their jobs. And it's like, not really, not really. Like, a lot of that stuff is difficult to automate whereas your bullshit job is really easy to automate so yeah you have to have to remember that and this is like one of those things that shows it um they did kind of weirdly twitch like kind of um countered this a little bit because i don't know if you heard recently twitch did like a artistic nudity carve out because of titty streamers i did hear i did hear about something like that yeah yeah, well, then VTubers tried to, like, um, just basically be like, well, if it's about artistic nudity, then our, you know, our drawn characters can just be fully nude because it's art. And Twitch was like, no, that's not what we mean. We don't mean, like, artistic depictions of nudity. We mean, like, the nudity is artistic in its form or whatever. So they basically banned VTubers that were doing, like, naked whatever. So... AI generated whatever, like they wouldn't be able to get away with doing like, oh, we're, you know, because they're not saying like, oh, this is artistic because it's not a real person or whatever. So they can be naked on the stream like they're not protected. So Twitch has already shown that they're not going to, you know, protect these people. But that doesn't mean necessarily or these people. Twitch is not going to protect AI created, you know, 
things streaming uh, over humans. But, uh, I mean, who knows? And also, it's funny because it is like it just shows that, like, you don't have a competitive edge over an AI-created streamer as a real-person streamer. Um, which, I mean, I guess, theoretically, the argument is that none of these Twitch streamers have any skills, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> like, that's the thing that, like, it just, like, multiplies and compounds is, like, what's the easiest shit to replicate? Like, the most lazy, boring bullshit, usually. Um, so then that's the stuff that's going to get focused on the most as well. To to be made <clears throat> art artificially... Um, cause like this, this example in the article that they, they speak, they s- start with is, uh, Aitana Lopez, uh, she's cute. <laughs> I can see why people just give money to this image of, of this woman, but no, it's like, uh, she's just like pimping like brands, right? Like all, like. Anyone who starts making money, like usually off this type of stuff, does. Like it would be, it would be interesting to see. Like, well, well, actually, yeah, we talked, we talked about uh, the the world's first, supposedly world's first, like fully AI generated podcast. I haven't kept up with it since then. That was probably like over a year ago. Oh yeah, yeah. But it'd be f- interesting to see like something like that take on a life of its own, because like. Uh, Sure. And then where it's like, it's even following like the funding models that like that kind of podcast would, which is, you know, like Patreon instead of like getting um, big brands to sponsor or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, it, that whole, that whole, that whole argument though about like, you know, the machine, machines replacing us, I think, um, it gets tricky. That's all. That's all I'm trying to say. It's it tricky because, well, anyway, we've said we've pretty much said everything there's to say about that. True. True. But what you can never make with AI is a movie. <laughs> or, oh man, just imagining like the West Wing AI. It's just like all distorted. Oh yeah. Just like yes. all the Sorkinisms just exploding every direction. It's like four hundred people talking at once. <laughs> there's gotta um, be. There's gotta be one of those because there was like there was the fucking SpongeBob AI thing. There's gotta be a West Wing AI thing, right? I mean, I guess probably uh, some probably not, something. Yeah. Although if you search West Wing AI now, it's all right. Let's see. Try it. Oh, here we go. Actually, not a bad first article. Aaron Sorkin okay. argues AI couldn't write the West Wing. I wonder. Oh, I wonder if yes. he talks himself up at all in this. <laughs> no, I bet he's probably like. Uh, it's actually AI would try to fix it, so that's why it couldn't. <laughs> AI would make it, it would, would make it better. It would make it better, <laughs> so it wouldn't be the same. It would lose its. Oh, I found uh, someone who did a white and Chinese version of the picture of Kanye and um, JPEG Mafia. These are pretty good. I would definitely highly recommend checking those out. I just, oh. you know what? I'm going to share it in the Discord. People, go to the, go join the Heat Death of the Universe Discord and check out white and Chinese <laughs> Kanye West and and uh, 
JPEG Mafia. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I guess I don't know that they're Chinese, but they look Chinese to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, AI. Aaron Sorkin thinking that the AI couldn't do, couldn't do, uh, couldn't do the West Wing is not good. Man, I fuck with the Chinese Kanye though. I like I, I like the look of of Chinese Kanye. <laughs> um, All right, so that's the West Wing nonsense, which which, which also yes. means, and I, I bet I'm sure this is true. It's like, of course, they're already going to reboot West Wing. Although, this is both part of the <laughs> the problem is that I still like forget that like 2005 or 2007 is quite a while ago. <laughs> but I was like, didn't like West Wing's not even that old. But no, yeah, apparently, this is like last week. Apparently, no, it's, it's like 25 years old, which is... Not only is it very old, but you're also very old. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm getting at. I don't, don't like being reminded of reality. Um, yeah. But a movie about a sex-addicted insomniac in space needs a, li- like a little more explanation, I feel like. Um, you think so? <laughs> I do. I don't know. I think it's. I think that gets the point across. Well, it's because you haven't read the part that says it's a sci-fi epic. It's a gritty thriller. It's a romantic comedy. It's a steampunk action flick. It's a musical homage to Singing in the Rain. It's every genre you can think of all smashed into one. Sure. Sure. Uh. <laughs> she she gets she's she's intervened but uh she, there's an intervention from her friends for being a sex addict she opens up about her insomnia in a support group in the next okay. in, in the next oh sorry this is like going through the scenes in order like showing how wildly they whip around so in one scene Sex addict intervention. The very next scene, insomnia support group. Next scene, swinging around a lampshade in the rain like Gene Kelly. And then mm-hmm. she's flying through space. Nice. Um, the, also, the fact that the just even the, the way the title is written of this, this is me, ellipses, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's something that, uh, that I would say legendarily... Uh, good bad filmmaker Neil Breen has done with some of his movies. I think I think one of his is almost similar to This Is Me Now, but he he uses he uses ellipses uh, in a dumb way in his titles, um, which sort of to me says this movie could be some fun wacky bullshit or just bad, likely just bad. It also stars Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Tre- oh, Trevor Noah. That's good. Post Malone. <laughs> uh, that's a Jennifer Lewis. Is that Jenny Lewis? Jennifer Lewis with one N, probably. And a bunch of people, including Ben Affleck. He's there too. Well, why is everyone in that? Anyways, okay, I guess that makes sense. I mean, she's a big star in her own right. Like that's why I'm. That's why I'm saying this is true. This is weird entertainment news. Like this is a kind of. Like it sounds like a root, like the room level type, like movie, except with mm. with a budget. Um, that right, all right. these fairly big stars decided to be in. Uh, 
Anyway, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> yeah, everyone, check it out. Don't uh, don't sleep on <laughs> this. A very important new film coming out soon. Finally, there are so many instances of planes behaving badly. Planes behaving badly. They'll fly your pathetic human ass straight to hell. Too, some might say way too many. Yeah. <laughs> I will only mention the fact that uh, actually this this uh, one of one of these news stories personally affected my flights. Um, oh. One of my flights got canceled okay. because of this. So the door of this plane on Alaskan Airlines, I think, just flew off. <laughs> and I guess they were like not even at like full ascent. They were like still in sort of like they were like still taking off. And um it's I mean it's crazy. Uh nobody flew out, which uh one of the last times this happened apparently, like nine people <clears throat> just got sucked out of the plane and died. Um, nobody this time, but one of the stories from this, uh, aside from the fact that somebody's iPhone survived the, like, th- however many thousands of f- feet, uh, drop was that, uh, this kid, he was sitting right like next to the door and like the suction was so strong that like ripped his shirt off his body along with, like, his laptop and his phone or whatever. Nice. Or maybe not his phone, because then he hopped in, like, the next seat over next to some lady, and, like, they, like, took selfies together, which is kind of weird, because they've got, like, the oxygen masks on still, and they're, like, smiling, like, thumbs up. It's kind of weird. But though I guess you just, like, cheated death. I don't know. My first instinct wouldn't be to take a selfie, I'm pretty sure, (laughs) but... That just well, shows. I mean, that, I never take sh- sh- selfies, so yeah. I mean, I think of it. Same, but <laughs> it it felt like a generational divide in a way of someone that grew up always having a phone in their pocket versus someone who didn't always have that. I don't know. Also, a, fl- a plane burst into flames in Tokyo on the runway, like af- as it landed. So I was like reading all these headlines while I was flying. I mean, I don't really get. I'm not afraid of flying really at all, but uh, does it mean I'm not sitting? That's why they call you Mr. Airplane. <laughs> but I did, I did after this story, like think I should keep my seatbelt on even when <laughs> like we don't have to, just in case. Um, although here's here's the here's the uh, the curveball story. I forgot about this one. We'll end on this. Plane, and this is more of a planes behaving radly, as I wrote here in the notes. Um, suspect who allegedly stole a small plane in Vegas and flew it to California left beer cans, marijuana in cockpit. Okay. <laughs> I th- from from this from this opening, I uh, really it's hard for me to disagree with this being good, but. I think you can get fucked up anywhere. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make the plane cool. <laughs> True. Uh, I mean, of course, we could say th- thieving pilot behaving radly. Okay. Um, okay. What was the goddamn? 
I wanted to find his, his motivations here. Wow, this guy, they suspect this guy, Zucaitis. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Okay. The man. Is the it plane. Zedicus? Zoo, zoo, zay, Yeah, I guess. Okay, sounds like some kind of weird disease. Anyways, it does sound like um, a disease. Zucatus. But they suspect he stole three other airplanes the the previous nice. three days. They think he went on a four day long airplane stealing uh, binge. Basically, Bender. yeah. Yes, I love this guy. All right. I'm into this dude. Yeah, this guy can go uh, go into the Pantheon next to uh, the Train Man. The tr- wait, which one's the Train? Oh, the Train, the Train Man. The but guy. our our guy, our the the uh, the saint of our show. Um, oh, the Ball Man, the Hamster Ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guy. Yes, the Hamster Ball guy. Yeah. Uh, see episode 175. I know that offhand as the one where we talk nice. about that guy. Um, oh, and this is okay. The Zucaitis was San Bernardino Sheriff's Office. Oh, no. Okay. I was going to say they were a San Bernardino Sheriff. No, but shout out to San Bernardino, San Bernardino, my, the, my birthplace uh, for arresting this guy. Uh, that's not good. We don't like that they arrested him. <laughs> Well, yeah, it does say he landed in near the Barstow Airport. Yeah, so it's got to some, call the high desert. Got some uh, fear and loathing vibes going on, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. or just a guy who's looking for a fun time, looking to steal just airplanes for a, for a few, few days in a row. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to land somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. So it'd be less likely for people to find him. I'd like. But, uh, they, I guess they did find him. I'd li- I think I'm going to have to Google alert Damien Zucaitis because I want to know yeah. if he really did steal planes for four days in a row and get away for the first three days. Well, Andy's going to probably do it some more. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they never, they never stop. This, can't stop. This is yeah. This is the kind of guy who can't. That's why you got to lock this guy up forever in a Hannibal Lecter sell it's the only way right i mean i don't agree with that he should be out there having a good no, time he should be do- living his truth like to imagine he's singing a lot singing rock and roll all night just acapella as he's like pounding mm. beers and st- stealing planes <laughs> that's pretty cool actually <laughs> it's funny because this guy did like a three-day 9-11 you know what i mean yeah. like, we're supposed to have had like the TSA and all these fail safes now, so you can't do stuff like this. But he did it for three days in a row, and like, yeah, it's all that shit is so fake. It's great. I guess they're also really not keeping an eye on like the the, the smaller airports, the smaller no, smaller planes. No, no, no. <laughs> Dude, I mean, flying out of Vegas, like some of those planes, it's like fucking, you know, it's like a greyhound with wings. Like it's not, it's they are not treating that shit with any serious kind of. I've never, you know, because so many people take. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say I've never been on one of those like puddle jumpers, right? Is that what the people right. call them? Um, well, people call them those, yeah. yeah. Especially in Florida, I've been on a small plane, a very small plane, like the kind that fits like two people. That was the first time I ever flew. Sure. That was kind of cool. Oh yeah. 
Oh, to to finish my the thought, I guess like the reason my my flight got canceled was just oh, because yeah. that all the models these were like brand new models of uh, I don't know seven whatever seven fifty seven or something. Yeah. Um. So all the models of that plane had to be grounded because one of the uh, doors flew off, <laughs> like nice. very easily too. Like they were not that. They were not like super high in the air. So anyway, um, okay. I think that's plenty to edit with. So. Uh, I've got some general recommendations. Okay. Should I go first? Sure. I don't know if I have anything to recommend, so feel free. Okay. Uh, I watched a movie called. Foe, F-O-E. What is it about? Uh, it's kind of a... <laughs> let's just read for Wikipedia. Uh, a 2023 science fiction psychological thriller film. Uh, it's based on a book by Ian Reed, who's the guy who wrote I'm Thinking of Ending Things, early Heat Death of the Universe episode about that movie. Uh, so the, the connections are all here. Um, it stars this Irish <laughs> actress whose name is spelled so weird, I can never remember how it's actually said. Sersha. Sersha. How do you think Sersha would be spelled? <laughs> if you didn't know the weird oh, Irish hmm. spelling. Yeah, probably not at all what I would think. It's you, I, L, D, S, A, O, I, R, S, E. Looks to be more like Sayorisi Ronan. So, anyway, Sersha Ronan. She's good, by the way. I just, her name uh, boggles my mind, the spelling. And it's basically just about like this this couple and they're living in the future, I think the year twenty sixty five. And some of my favorite parts of it actually were just these kind of like almost like asides and stuff and like it's like you hear you'll hear like something like rattled off on like the nightly news on like a TV in the background about like I don't know, just the <laughs> the apocalyptic earth uh, with like, I don't know, very little habitable land and fresh water left, um, that kind of thing. So that's that's the, the world they're living in. And basically, some guy shows up one night and says that this guy in uh, amongst this, this couple, he's been like, uh, he's been uh, drafted to go to some space station for something or another. But basically, the movie just like turns into what can sometimes be like almost predictable plots about like with when it involves cloning. So like basically, the government like makes a clone of this guy to replace the real one while he's off on his space mission. But it gets a little more confusing and weird and fucked up than that as it goes along. Anyway, good movie. Um, 
thriller is a bit strong of a word wikipedia it's not like <laughs> it's it's a little slow i'll admit but like in a good way also i was just looking through different media that i watch i haven't watched this too recently but i just thought i'd recommend it anyway middle ditch and schwartz an improv show for people who like improvised comedy um it's a two-person show Thomas Middleditch, he's a real funny guy. Let's see, what do people know him from, if anything? Silicon Valley, that's the show. He's a star of that. Okay. He's like, was... he's one of my... Oh, he's that guy. He's one of my favorite, like, sort of UCB alumni guys. Like, his... I think maybe the last time I even listened to Comedy Bang Bang actively was when he was making a lot of appearances there, and they were always really hilarious. I didn't know he was a UCB guy. I didn't know he was an improv guy. He's a, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, he's really yeah. he's really good uh, as well. And so so is Ben Schwartz, who's the other. No, other I've guy. seen him in, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, and like, but I, I think the first time I saw him was in like something serious, and I never really thought of him as a, like a comedy actor. And then I saw Silicon Valley, obviously, and he's funny in that. But I didn't think that, like, oh, he's an improv comedy actor. Like, that's his main thing. I just thought he was, like, a actor who can be funny. But anyways, go ahead. Well, yeah, he's, he's like, you know, that the pretty typical route for a lot of actors, right? Go to, go to L.A., go to UCB, go from there. Um, I think that was his deal. I'm not sure exactly. But I mean, I know, I know he's definitely like a UCB improv guy. Um, but that's it's like a limited series on Netflix where so they're just doing this live in front of a pretty big audience, um, unlike you know like a, a UCB show. But um, basically, they just like focus in on like a group of people in the crowd or a person, and like you know ask them questions to get like the the premises for their improv scenes. And they're just really hilarious together. It's just like two guys in two chairs and like they make a lot of weird, vivid storytelling happen. Uh, that's pretty damn funny. So if you're looking for something a little nice, light, nice. I would recommend yeah. that. Um, finally, <clears throat> call to arms, folks. <laughs> Okay. Now we've we've cool. heard that Barack Obama Mandela is not yes. going to be on the ballot. That's not stopping us, folks. You know, don't let the dream die. <laughs> if you're a resident of California, right, you could still write him in on March fifth. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, which is important. It is important, and I will be writing him in. That is correct. Hell so yes. I agree with you. That'll be that's part of my general recommendations. Is also the same. Call to action. So good transition there, Barack. Obama, <laughs> Mandela, check out. It sounded like you were calling me just Barack for a second. Yeah, sure. Good one there, uh, Barack. A, good job, Barack. Um, this is a big fucking deal. No, we have to, uh, we have to support Barack, Obama, Mandela. Um, any way that we can, really. Get out there and, and pound the pavement for the guy. I, I know that most people listening to this are not in California and can't. Uh, vote for him, but they should. Um, so just figure out what, write him in. Fuck it, I don't care. Write him in wherever you're at. He'll take it. If he gets elected to some other seat somewhere else, he'll probably go. 
I don't think it would stop him. I'm, ge- um, I'm, he's ge- got, I'm gonna write his name on a piece of paper, put it in a mailbox here yeah. in a different country. Just whatever. <laughs> Every little bit helps. Yeah. Um, yeah. My other general, I guess my closest thing to another general recommendation would be I started watching Fargo at your recommendation. Oh, nice. And I would say it's good. I'd say definitely good show worth watching. I would highly recommend that people also check it out. I, uh, it's very good. The second season is getting really, really good with um, Clemens and uh, uh, why can't I think of her name? Oh, Kristen uh, Stewart. His wife. Sorry. No, not Kristen Stewart. Um, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Jesus. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, that's the one. Kirsten Dunst checks in. Um, yeah, they're really good together uh, just because you just really kind of dislike both of them. And that's pretty great because they're, I think maybe they're supposed to be likable or not, but I fucking can't stand them. They seem like fucking morons and jerks. And I just really enjoy that for the archetype of the characters um, to come across like they're like small town, aw shucksy types. But then you just see the, bana- as they say, the banality of evil. Right. I, I appreciate that because while the rest of the season is like following around like literal hitman and mobsters who kill people. And these two people who are supposed to kind of come across as, like, just the normals yeah. are also, like, complete fucking pricks. So, I appreciate that quite a bit. Um, yeah. So, I guess that was that was it. Oh, the thing that crossed my mind. And this is just me. A general recommendation for myself. The rest of you can do it with me. Kristen Dunst reminded me of it. Um, the Virgin Suicides. I remember really liking that movie and I've been wanting to rewatch it. So, I'm going to... Uh, Going to probably rewatch it here eventually. So I would recommend that uh, other people watch it too. Maybe we could talk about it on the podcast or you could send me a, a message on the Discord. Josh, tell people where they should uh, let us know if they watch The Virgin Suicides. You should let us know at the Discord, which you can find in the show notes, uh, which also has many other links to other places you could message us if you'd like emails social media accounts <laughs> there's a website uh the website mostly just houses the uh episodes but you know check it out um i think that's all the places you know twitter whatnot yes. um and you you, Tim, also have other things you do. Tell oh, the yeah. good people. I had another podcast. Things are getting mixed up right now, but it should be more clear very shortly. Um, in fact, today, within hours or minutes, um, there should be the Violent People um, website is where you'll be able to find the podcast. Um, it might have a different uh, RSS stream starting soon enough but uh yeah so check that out um i guess i guess when we move over we'll have to like have an official name for the podcast so uh be prepared for that official name for the other wrestling podcast and uh the new website violent people so i think if you look for violent people website you'll be able to figure it out from there but uh yeah either way okay cool changes Changes coming down the pike. Uh, what is it again? Violent. It should be violent people. Um, trying to 
clarify it for sure. So the Twitter is violent underscore people. The, uh, the, yeah, the website, I guess it's supposed to start in a couple days, January 22nd. So by the time this is out, that might already have happened, but it's coming. So you check out the, like I said, check out the Twitter and, and figure it out from there. Cool. Yeah, I'll uh, <clears throat> I'll drop all that stuff in the show notes as well. Add it to the uh, Jesus. I go to Twitter and like the very first thing I see is a cop just punching the shit out of somebody's head for no reason. Hell yeah! Uh, That's right. Boy, Elon made the website better. <laughs> we all know that. That was there, anyway. there was another headline I had that I, just, I didn't even bother keeping in here, but it was like Twitter is worth like. 71% like less than it was when that or yeah when Elon Musk bought it weep weep for him <laughs> cry yeah it's terrible we all love Jack we miss him so bad oh right <laughs> remember the first time I like I I remember like seeing I didn't really I think I just didn't know who like the the owner of Twitter was at the time. I was sure, like I was sure. like why the fuck does this lowercase j jack guy have like 8 bazillion upvotes on like everything that he types. Oh, right. he owns the website. I see. Okay, got it. Um on that note, uh, don't forget about Barack Obama Mandela, folks. Yes. I'll just go out that away, and it's pronounced Sersha. Sersha. Sersha Ronan. Oh, I'll, I would also want to mention that she did a great movie when she was, like, pretty young. I think, like, a teenager called Hannah. And it was like, if the movie like if the movie came out now, it would be kind of like I don't know, like oh, okay, this is just another like John Wick with a sex change, you know, following the trend. But this was before John Wick, and like before a lot of the kind of like let's make movies like let's start with the premise of female kicks a lot of ass and then work back from there and like, you know, shoehorn it into whatever generic story. Um, it's more about her like fighting the CIA (laughs) as a kid that was trained to be an assassin. Uh, Oh, it's this girl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie too. So I'll throw that in with my, with my official recommendations. Stack them up there. Hannah. All right. <laughs> I don't know why this feels like the weirdest way I've ever tried to end, oh. end an episode. You know who's in uh, this movie? Hannah is Eric Banna. Rhymes. Banna and Hannah. <laughs> Anyways. And there's Kate. Blanchetta. <laughs> Bl- Blanchetta. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. All right, on that note, see you next week, folks. And 
seen. Nation. Police estimate some three or four hundred people. They just, they just got out and walked. God, we've gotten confirmation. We cannot find anyone. I've never seen anything like this. The first voice recording was made in 1860. It was a 10-second fragment of the French folk song Au Claire de la Lune recorded by inventor Edward Leon Scott de Martinville. But who will make the final voice recording and when? What will it be? Who will hear it? <laughs> 